Hello, and welcome to Getting It Done, a podcast about music, education, and life lessons. I'm your host, Tim Rausenberger, and today is Friday, February 9th, 2018. This is the third in a three-episode series on multitasking. This is episode 233, Multitasking for Musicians. In the earlier episodes of my podcast, I did an episode where I discussed multitasking. And it focused around music. The basis of the discussion was simply this. In the history of humankind, there has never been and there never will be any form of multitasking more challenging, more difficult than that of a musician. We'll take it one step further. Let's say an instrumental musician. Because nothing against all the singers out there, but playing a musical instrument, there's a lot to it. But since I had that episode, I've done a lot of research on my own about multitasking. And I am absolutely convinced now that it's just not possible. So the question we then need to ask ourselves is, can musicians multitask? And for this particular episode, I'm going to focus again on ones that play instruments. We will take a situation and let's just say trumpet, because that's my main instrument, playing in a band. Let's set up all of the variables for our trumpet player in a band rehearsal. And we're going to come up with a list of all of the things that person needs to do. It doesn't matter if it's a beginner or it's a professional. It simply doesn't make a difference. Okay, let's go through our lists. Number one, blow air into the instrument. Number two, change the embouchure going from one note to another. 
Number three, pressing the valves up and down. Number four, reading the music. Number five, internalizing the beat. Number six, watching the conductor. Number seven, listening to the other musicians. Number eight, while reading the music, processing what is being read in the brain. Let's just stop there. That's a long list. And if you get right down to it, all of those things can be going on at the same time. But if you listen to my previous two episodes, specifically the first one, episode 231, I discuss the Magic 7. The fact that years ago, many years ago, they figured out that the brain cannot handle more than seven bits of information at any given time. And I just came up with a list of eight different things. Which means this. In the perfect scenario, a perfect scenario with a brilliant musician, someone with an IQ off the charts, someone with incredible musical ability, a great ear, great awareness, great understanding, the model musician in your group can not accomplish all of those things at the same time. What does that mean? That means that the musicians who are in front of you at any given time are not doing one of those things. Now we go a step further. This is the most amazing musician the Mozart the average musician can only process about two to four bits of information at a time let's call it three which three are they doing have you ever thought about that because I can tell you Until I did this research, I hadn't. I can tell you this much though, there's definitely a lot more to this as to why people are not looking at the conductor often. Because the second they look at the conductor, they can't be looking at the music. And if you go a step further in terms of that, It all comes back to the driving. It's the same thing. Playing that musical instrument 
and some of the tasks that you are accomplishing as you play that instrument have become so second nature that you're able to quote unquote multitask. But as I stated before, you really can't. You really can't do all of those things at the same time. Because if you are reading your music and you are consciously internalizing the beat and you're only able to do two bits of information in your brain, you're not really listening. Isn't that fascinating? I think the best thing that music teachers, uh, directors, conductors can take from this episode is the fact that you're going to have musicians who simply can't do all of these things. And you may want them to look up at you. You may want them to be right with you the whole time. But if you demand that, something needs to be sacrificed. And you need to be... It it has nothing to do with willing to. You have to accept that sacrifices must be made in terms of what your musicians are able to do at any given time. Knowing this information will now change my life forever as a teacher, as a conductor. Because it's it's almost as if you need to feel sympathetic for the musicians who simply can't do it all. And some people may only be able to really process one bit of information. Be aware of that. Keep it in the back of your mind. And I hope that this can be helpful to you in terms of the way that you structure your rehearsals, the way that you speak to the people who are in front of you. And if you're a teacher in a school, keep it in mind for differentiation purposes. Good luck, and I wish you all the best when it comes to multitasking in music.